0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast.
0: All right, Payne and Pendergast. Martine Maldonado.
1: He's uh it looks like he's shown up at spring training. Well he should. It's pitchers and catchers. He's a catcher, so he needs to be there. He met with the media yesterday and um he looks a little a little lighter this year. He's a little more slender this year than yeah. he's been in previous seasons. He dropped seventeen pounds, right? Seventeen pounds. Uh here is how Martin Maldonado. Seventeen pounds, 17 pounds man. Seventeen pounds. Here is how Martin Maldonado Dropped 17 pounds. And I feel like the older you get, the skinny you gotta be. Sometimes hard, you know, especially in, in, during the season. Was was hard this whole season because the shirt all season because I wasn't, um, I was, um, I wasn't working out much. at uh, in the beginning, so you know that I eat more healthy and uh, just switching Stay away from the Sprite and the Coke and the candy and all that stuff. So it's so hard.
0: I was going to say, it's so, it's so it's tough so to do.
1: Especially when you have two young kids. Okay, so he, it, and Martine's got a pretty thick accent. So the thing he was saying, he's try to eat healthier. And he said he cut out the Sprite, the Coke, yeah. and the candy. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> That'll do it, man. That's...
2: I got to talk to Brandy about this. Brandy would always stick up for Maldonado when I would just playfully say, like, hey, you know. He could probably, especially as he gets older, and he has to squat, not to mention you remember two years ago he was just taken like he played so much, he just played so much, um he should maybe lose a pound or two, and she would say he's just he's just that's just his body type, I'm like no, he's feeding it. he was a he was a human vending machine, yeah he was funneling all kinds of rest stop trash into his body
1: I'm always amazed that somebody who is Martín Maldonado, like just visually, like you look at me, go, well, that guy's in shape. Like, no, he's got kind of a, at least he did. I didn't. All, all I yep. could see was the, the from like the, the neck up in this video that I saw. I think it was Berman posted this video yep. that we played the audio from just now. Um, I'm amazed that somebody with Martín Maldonado's bodily shape and others too, like Christian Va- Vasquez, kind of a chunky guy, that they're able to squat for as long as they do throughout the season.
2: If, for one, I mean, there's, I look. It, None of this is backed by science, but I think a lot of football players would tell you uh, it, there's a certain, like, there's some certain attributes to having a chunkier physique that. Like a dietitian or a nutritionist wouldn't recommend it. But for one, like obviously as an offensive or defensive lineman, just the flat out ballast helps. You know, it's harder to move um, a big guy. And there's just flat out mass helps you a lot of the time in the game of football. Um, But obviously with drawbacks, you got to find the right balance. I wonder if with catchers, for one, there is a lot of physical abuse that goes into it. So the extra body weight can be tough on your joints, but also just sitting there and. Kind of absorbing uh, a lot of the punishment that catchers do. Sometimes it's better just to be at like a caloric excess. Like it just it's like you're you're not going to err on the side of being malnourished. Yeah. If you if you that chunk you're always going to have enough fuel to repair whatever you have to repair. And the speed isn't as big of a, an item. And you also like just for for making throws to second and everything, there is a for a certain amount of like when you gain fat, you're also generally gaining muscle too. So you get some more pure power. Your body weight to your strength to body weight ratio isn't as good, but you're just you're just stronger. So um that's the thing to monitor. When a guy loses a bunch of weight, yes, it it's good, usually, in general, to lose weight. But with athletes, it's not always what you think. It's not always as simple as like, oh, this guy, if he's lighter, he'll be better. Remember LeBron James came back looking like Skeletor that one year. Yeah. And by Christmas, he realized he had to gain it all back. Yep,
1: yep. Um, I'm looking at an article, 11 Foods to Avoid When Trying to Lose Weight. I feel like you've got good input on this, Seth, because you have tried. It. You've tried and been successful at various times in your life as a former defensive lineman to uh, to, to drop weight. And again, you're in good shape now. Um, two of the top four on this list are things that were directly mentioned by Martin Maldonado in that cut. Number two, sugary drinks, and number four, candy bars. Um, Because they've got candy bar. I mean, they got sugar and refined flour and all those other things. Number one on the list French fries and potato chips, which is a vice of mine. That's a tough one.
2: French fries and potato chips. I'm always, you know, the whole thing about all these? It gets trickier. People that, Sean, you know this, it gets trickier the more physically active you are. Because, look, if you don't exercise at all or just barely, you can go on a low carb diet and shed a whole bunch of weight. And if you do it the healthy way, you know, you get a big boost initially because you lose a bunch of weight and then you maintain it over time and you steadily keep losing weight. And if you're doing it the right way and you're not just using it as an excuse to, you know, shovel, you know, eight pounds of cheese into you every day, like you can do it that way. It gets trickier when you're working out really hard because at some point you've got to and I know people argue against this, but if you want to actually feel good while doing it, you got to get some carbs in your system. Yeah. So um, that's the hard part is that sometimes there's a, like there is a place for high carb foods. You just I always feel like just getting rid of the as much processed food as possible. Processed is food the is the go. big just one. Yeah. Get, yeah.
1: Yeah. French fries. And then, and I
2: include in that things that like you. Yeah. Like I include in that things that you know. Might seem natural, but there's still, like, you know, okay, all-natural plantain chips with just coconut oil and plantains. It's still a whole lot of calories and just a little bit of food.
1: French fries and potato chips, one. Sugary drinks, two. White bread, three. God, I love all these things. Thank God for soda weight loss. White bread, three. Candy bars, four. Some fruit juices, five. Yeah, don't get duped by the fruit just because it says berry in the – Label on the drink doesn't mean it's nutritious. It means it's probably got a lot of sugar in it. Fruit juices at the supermarket. Pastries, cookies, and cakes. Okay, well, this article isn't telling me anything I don't already know. Tell me something that I think is nutritious. Number seven, some types of alcohol, especially beer.
2: Yeah. This is a poor (laughs) heading on here because it says some types of alcohol. Versus, yeah, this is somebody that's in denial on here because, uh, like they, they put some types of alcohol after pastries, cookies, cakes. Let me tell you from personal experience, if I really am committed to losing weight, uh, alcohol has to be right at the top of the list because if, if I have alcohol, the, Pastries, cookies, and cakes, some fruit juices, candy bars, white bread, sugary drinks, and french fries are going to go in my body. Yep. Um. And not just when I'm drinking, but the day after. Yes. I lose my willpower the day after if I've, had, if I've been drinking the night before. So, yeah, I, generally if I have to lose weight, the first thing that needs to go is like any alcohol at all. Like, even just even in one drink with dinner, I got to let it go. My judgment just goes to squat.
1: Uh, ice cream, eight. Pizza, nine. High calorie coffee drinks. Yeah, you gotta be careful with those frappuccinos and whatnot. And then foods high in added sugar. I'm not really learning anything from this article, but Seth, of all these things, like what's the what's your I'm gonna guess what your biggest vice is, sweets. Like the pastries and the the desserts yeah. and stuff like that. You like those.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I can I can eat, you know, when you remember when I lived in League City, the real issue with League City wasn't League City itself. I loved League City. I just happened to pass, I believe it was five Shipley's on the way home. And, like, once you break the Shipley's steal, especially if you choose to go down, is it Buffalo Speedway? Yeah. Like yeah. um, You're just right right off the bat, you've broken the seal. And why not stop it the next two or three and finish it off because you're, you're, you're not full yet? So, like, oh boy, honey, the traffic was ridiculous. We gotta, we gotta move out of League City. This is too far of a drive uh, home from work. I gotta, haven't, I gotta get close to the city.
1: have Because <laughs> I'm gonna be in a diabetic coma at some point. Um, Seth, I believe it's you that said this. Haven't you said that um, Cambodian donut shops are the are the the best ones, the cream of the crop, the Cambodian donut shop? When it.
2: When it comes to apple fritters, I believe that Cambodian coffee shops are the best. And if you haven't, if you haven't never talked to the Cambodian American owner of your favorite donut shop, um, ask him about it. It's fascinating. Like the Cambodian donut shops in Houston, were as, as far as I can tell. I, there's got to be something written about this somewhere. I've just basically taken it from conversations that sometimes I may or may not understand completely. But basically, there are a few, there's a, a few families that kind of like help Cambodian immigrants stake their claim. Like they get them started on a donut shop and get them started in business, and they you know they pay back the loan or they're partners with this person, and it's just uh, and they they just keep adding on through the years to where. Um, and I don't know what the secret recipe is for the apple fritters, but they're incredible so because they're just they're just crisp be enough
1: yeah so it's the fritter specifically in those cambodian donut shops that are the meccas. yeah
2: also i use it as my way of feeling like i'm doing something good for humankind i so see i'm like yes this is a good this is a good heartwarming immigrant story of uh you know uh people helping people and uh coming to thrive in america it's the story of america as seth stuffs his belly with 19 apple fritters in the course (laughs) of a monday through wednesday uh
1: text message 6414 trailer wheel and frame text page great maybe this year maldonado can bat his weight um it's why? Because his weight is lower or because his batting average is going to be amazing? Probably a combination of the two, I would you say. You to meet in the middle somewhere. That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, body changes that we've seen. Uh, Maldonado, I believe, is the only reported body weight change I saw. Luis Garcia got me a little bit nervous just in that uh, – and this is classic. This is classic sports league. So. Major League Baseball makes a bunch of rule changes, one of which is they're going to be much stricter about what is allowable in a windup, up uh, because they need to be able to know when to start and stop the pitch clock that is newly instituted. So m- the- baseball says that it's reached out to everybody and informed everybody of everything. They asked Luis Garcia yesterday hey, so uh, what have they told you about this? And you're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've talked to the coaches a little bit, and I think I know what's going on, but not really. And, like, it's also extremely confusing because it sounds like there will be a, a call to balk but with nobody on base, so I don't get it. Um, and uh, that so it made me feel better that Luis Garcia didn't get it because I didn't quite understand why they were calling it a balk with nobody on base. Apparently, it's not going to be technically a balk, uh, it's just going to be an illegal pitch. Yeah, it'll and be a I ball. A it'll, it'll be a yeah. ball, yeah. It'll so. be a ball. So it's not going to be runners advancing or anything. It'll yeah. be counted as a ball. So yeah. it's not as severe. But, yeah, obviously, Luis Garcia can't be throwing a ball every single time he pitches from the wide. No,
1: I'm, I'm still a little nervous about that, but we'll see. He's pitching in the World Baseball Classic, Garcia is. So I saw somebody kind of hypothesizing, like, well, he should – And the World Baseball Classic is going to be under the old rules, like not these new MLB rules. So I'd like to be able
2: to pitch however he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, so I'd like to see him workshop the MLB rules. I don't give a crap about the World Baseball Classic. Like, I need him to be ready for the MLB season.
2: That would be, well, remember the World Baseball Classic a few years ago was when Alex Bregman, who was a notoriously slow starter, uh, or at least used to be, was... uh, he he was pulled away for the World Baseball Classic, but then he didn't get any at bats. So yeah. you're missing all this time in spring training and not there. getting any live at bats. Yeah. Like, what what the hell are you doing? Thanks everybody.
1: Yep. Uh, all right. Um, I have a what if for the next segment, and it involves Houston and it involves Philadelphia. Who would you rather be over this past year, Houston or Philadelphia? That is next.